Hey guys, Elite Clinical Research Group here today, and we're going to be talking about three ways to limit employee turnover. Hey guys, today's video is going to be about three ways that employers can eliminate employee turnover. And now in the clinical research industry, we know that this is something that employers hate for obvious reasons because people are coming in and out all the time, hard to get uh, things up and running, and it limits momentum. We've talked about momentum before on the channel. Momentum is huge, and, and employee turnover is something that can limit the momentum on a clinical trial, delaying uh, things, delaying deadlines and timelines. So this is something huge that I'm sure a lot of people want to know about. What can you do to limit employee turnover? Now, this is something that actually I believe smaller uh, pharma companies and CROs have an advantage over the bigger ones because they are smaller, they're a little bit swifter to act, they have a little bit more nimbleness, they're a little bit more nimble than some of the larger CROs. And the larger CROs are going to be less likely to make changes and adapt. And that's where I really think the smaller ones have an advantage because for obvious reasons, you're not going to be able to just one up salary wise every other every other company in this industry uh, every other every other week somebody's one up in somebody else what they're going to pay somebody so you're going to have to really get creative here and this is where i think the smaller cro's really have the advantage over the larger cro's so the first tip i have for any employer is to fully embrace remote work now in the clinical research industry it's a little bit different than other industries because we work on global trials most of us so you're not interacting with people face to face. You're not interacting with them in the office. And a lot of times workers can get frustrated. I know I have in the past. Why do I have to make that commute to work every day if I'm just going to immediately get on the computer, get on the phone and be talking to people? A lot of times you don't even talk that much over the phone, depending on your position. Um, you're either going to be using email or instant message. So why do I have to get up and make that commute in the morning? This is gonna be something very beneficial for the lower level positions, like project coordinator, clinical trial assistant. Um, I, I guess clinical research coordinators can't really do that too often, but when they can to embrace that remote atmosphere. Um, now, I don't know if that's possible because I've never been a coordinator, but for those lower entry level positions, embrace remote work. Now, this isn't really a problem for the upper level positions because they're gonna be typically traveling a little bit more. I know project managers, CRAs, typically work remotely um, but for the in-house CRAs even though they're technically in-house let them work remotely when possible and for the, once again for the smaller CROs who are more apt to make changes and adapt than the larger CROs this is where you have an advantage you can offer remote work and you don't have to you know make it some huge company policy to make that change so definitely embrace the remote work this is the future all the industries are moving more towards remote work because the technology is now good enough to where it won't slow down anybody's productivity. We are already doing remote work just at the office. We don't need people breathing over our shoulder making sure that we're doing our jobs correctly. We just don't need that anymore. This isn't the 1980s, 1990s where you don't need a, an overseer looking over your shoulder to make sure you're doing your work. Trust me, if you're not doing your work, the team will know and they will admonish you for it. So we don't, we don't need that anymore. So fully embrace remote work. Now I know going from a fully 
uh, in-house worker to someone fully remote is probably a big jump. I get that. So you start small. You start with one day, and then a few months later, see how the employee's doing, and then you can go to two days, and then three days. You start small like that and see and see how they take it. Now, I know a lot of people, they don't like remote work because they wanna be in the office and get that face-to-face -face contact with some of the other employees, even though they may not be working together because this is clinical research after all. So I know, I know people that do like going into the office from time to time, and it's nice to have that option. But you've gotta fully embrace remote work because a lot of employees don't like going into the office, or they want that flexibility to be able to work from home when their kid's sick, homesick, they wanna be able to take care of them, or if they're taking care of a sick family member or something like that, they want that flexibility. And a lot of employers will also notice that the time that employees work when they work from home increases. Now you're probably saying, what? They're not sleeping in late and, and missing work and missing emails and stuff? No, it actually increases. Because as soon as they wake up in the morning, they're on their computers. So you're gonna get increased employee productivity from working from home, as well as the uh, savings costs that you're gonna get. You don't have to have a desk in the office. You don't have to uh, be running, you know, the, the AC, you're gonna have less uh, people in the office, less people in the office to worry about. So it's definitely a benefit uh, for both employee and employer if they embrace remote work. All right, now the second one, and this is a big one, and this can vitally change your business and drastically improve your talent retention if you listen to what I'm about to say here. And this is especially for the managers, mid-level managers. Learn what motivates your employees and your direct reports. And now this is important because not everyone is motivated by the same thing. Not everyone is motivated by that uh, three to four percent bonus at the end of the year. For a lot of people, you know, they make enough money, or they they may have some side hustles that bring in some extra money, or they they manage their money very well, where that five percent bonus, three percent, or whatever it is, um, doesn't really mean much to them. So someone else is going to pay them a lot more. They're more likely to jump. So. Learn what motivates your employees. They may, they may prefer an extra day off at the end of the year. They may prefer an extra floating holiday or some extra volunteer time to go volunteer at their church or their local nonprofit or something like that. Or they, they may want something else, like an extra work from home day. So you've gotta learn what motivates each employee because it's not the same. Not all employees are cookie cutter people. They used to think that you know you, everyone was motivated by money, while some are, some do wanna just make more, more and more money, but at a certain point, the money doesn't matter anymore because it's just numbers in a bank account. And there may be some other motivations that might motivate them to stay. Now, one CRA once told me that you can't buy comfort, right? So someone else offering them five to $10,000 more money isn't necessarily something that's gonna make them jump over there because at their place of work now, they're more comfortable, people know their work ethic, they don't have to prove themselves anymore, people know you know, they're gonna get the benefit of the doubt more often, but you jump to a new place, you're gonna have to uh, make, that, make that transition. You're gonna have to uh, all of a sudden you know, work harder, bust your butt a little bit more so people understand your work ethic and know where you're coming from. So that comfortability is something that employees definitely recognize and can definitely appreciate uh, before they they jump somewhere else or when they consider if they should jump somewhere else so this is definitely somewhere to get creative if you're a manager 
to see what motivates your employees and each employee is going to be different so see what motivates each one and use that to incentivize them and that's something where the smaller CROs once again I think will have an edge or maybe some of the larger more progressive CROs will have an edge there because they'll be able to make these changes faster and they'll be able to implement these changes in a, in a great way and people will if people know that at your CRO that you're making these changes and you have managers that are going to be on the cutting edge of things that's going to attract even more talent so that's going to be boosting your business uh, all the way to the top anyway so this is this is something that can you make these changes it can really improve everything at the company employee morale and obviously the, the dollars because if it doesn't make dollars it doesn't make sense and the third way which you can help to limit employee turnover is to help facilitate friendships. Now people want to work with their friends. That's where they feel comfortable. That's where they feel uh, welcome. And that's where they ultimately produce to the best of their ability. Some people. Now this isn't true for everybody, but I think people tend to have a better time when they're working with people they like. They tend to enjoy coming into work. They tend to enjoy just overall work and it makes them a lot happier if they like the people they work with. And obviously they like their friends so facilitate friendships now this can this is where really managers can differentiate themselves and I think these are two great tips you can follow along in that same vein and the first one of that is give managers budget to take the team out that's one way you can facilitate friendships you know go out for for uh, some food and some drinks on the manager uh, every every few months once a quarter or after your team meets a, a big deadline as a big success and I'm sure people already do this but that just to keep that in mind that's one great way to uh, help facilitate friendships in a team like atmosphere and people people aren't really gonna leave their friends unless it's for like a really really good reason people if they like coming into work every day if they're comfortable making decent money they're tend to not gonna want to leave and I know this is gonna be hard because once you get up in the clinical research industry once you uh, progress a level or two, you're gonna be working remotely more and more potentially, and it's gonna be a little bit harder to facilitate those friendships. That's why when people get in at the entry level position, uh, it's really beneficial to help facilitate these friendships, these bonds and these loyalties, so that when they, when they get up, they still are friends with these people and these people remain in the fold of the company so that they tend to not jump. Also, now this is more of an HR issue, but strongly consider employee referrals. I don't know if every company has a referral program, I think most do, but you should strongly consider them because people are most likely gonna recommend and refer their friends for the positions. And that's a good way for people to, uh, once again, facilitate friendships and work with their friends. And you may think that people are just gonna goof off and stuff of that nature, but no, that's not the case. People are going to work hard when they're working with their friends. They're going to be overall happier to be at work, improve employee morale. You guys get the picture. So a big three here today. Hope you guys enjoyed this. So just, just to summarize real quick, uh, the first way to limit employee turnover, uh, fully embrace remote work. Uh, learn employee differences and learn what motivates each employee. That's number two. And the third one is to facilitate friendships. Now these are might be more geared to clinical research industry, but I'm sure you can apply these to other industries as well. 
Thank you guys for listening to this video. If you made it all the way through, thank you so, so much. We appreciate it. Don't forget to drop a comment down below. Please like, and of course, hit that red subscribe button down below. You can email us if you have any questions at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. All right, guys, take care.